You are now listening to the Socks and Sandals podcast. Every time an independent, a truly independent source goes into the Portland Place Bureau, we find chaos. Just one of the people like just told to my managers who like had fired me, they were like, yeah, did you see Tevin's video was on Complex? And he was like, man, dog, they sick, man. Yada, yada. And I was just like, I was laughing because it was just like, you know, bro, like, you know, God, God always got a plan. In that moment, I thought, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to sit here in the middle of this aisle in Target and talk to her and break down what is going on and why she believes that these white Barbie dolls are more valuable or should come home with us over these brown and black Barbie dolls. The Egyptian creation story is a very sexual one. Mm -hmm. And it talks of the god creating himself through a sexual act with himself. So it's a masturbatory big bang like I never even hire coaches when I establish a program. I always hire mentors first. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because a mentor gets the big picture. Coach might just get basketball. I want somebody that under X's and I want somebody that's about whole life. I'm not the only podcaster out there. You're not the only marketer out there. Like there's a lot of people doing the same things. But the things that's going to separate you and I from the rest of the people is that we become our best selves and we just don't quit. So what is the gospel? What is the pure, unadulterated yes, gospel? Yes, yes, and that is what I live by, because the moment this changes is the moment I'm leaving Christianity. Okay. The pure, unadulterated gospel, and I can say it in one sentence, but I'll elaborate. For sure. Is love God and do whatever the fuck you want. What up, what up? I want to welcome you all back to the Socks and Sandals podcast, where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. This is Guy Emanuel. I'm back in the kitchen whipping it up, and I got the homie back with me, man. He's a friend of the show, friend in real life, and uh, if you are not a stranger to the show, you've heard his brother on the, on the show a couple of times, and you've heard me mention his name plenty of times, and uh, <clears throat> he's back in town just for a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me, back in town for a little bit. Um, he's doing big things in LA, you know. Come on, bro. He's, he's out there. Always he's out there living living this celebrity life, man. Oh you know, God, I'm vicariously bro. living through Tevin no, Tavares right now. No, you're not. But Tev, man, say what's up to the people, bro. Welcome back to the show. What's good? What's good, man? Already. And you already know, bro. It feels. It always feels, bro. Super good to be back in Portland with you, bro. I mean, because literally, bro. When I got off the plane, I was like, dang, bro, like. It's really raining. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, it ain't raining in a long time, too. That's Bruh, funny nah, that you came see, back. See, the thing is, it, I feel like every time, I feel like every time that I come back out here, it's always raining. Bro. Yeah, that's a you fact. You know what I'm saying? The last time you came, it was rain. It was cold. Bro, like it was cold as hell. Because that's how I came in October, bro. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like every time that I come back, and every time I come back, it's either cold or or it's cold, you know what I mean? Because the times that I come back... Those are the only options in Portland right now? I mean, yeah, bro, always, for no reason, bro. Mm -hmm. But I mean, bro, you know, it's... I think, and just how you were telling me before, bro, before we hopped on, is like, like, you... The, 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 like, all it takes is one method. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that, like, your one clip, like, went viral. You feel me? Like, I feel like that shit, like, it really... It's it's like because you yo your life could always change in like a night it could change in a day mm-hmm. it could change like off a project you mm-hmm. know what I mean and mm-hmm. like I think you know even the Jane Elliott thing like that was big for you to get you feel me so the fact that like all it took was one clip to go viral and now like all these opportunities are coming like it's kind of like bro like, that's always been the story of my life mm-hmm. you feel me it's just like I always know like deep down it's like okay I know if if one project takes off. You know, then then literally it could change my life. You yeah. know, and all it takes is one. That's you it, know what bro. I mean? And it's like it's it's crazy because timing is everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and I just thank God for timing because if that would have happened mm-hmm. last year, uh, eighteen months ago, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have turned out as well as it mm-hmm. did. But like everything that I've done up to this point, you know, damn near every week for three three years and three three years straight, it's like. I've been preparing for that moment. Yeah, yeah, bro. And so 
to be able to not sit across but like be on zoom you know talk to her Mm -hmm. and have that like real intense moment Mm -hmm. and not fold or not emotionally get hijacked Mm -hmm. and just like get frazzled and get off my game but like I was so laser focused on what was happening. Well, yeah, so bro, because you've been <laughs> like you've been grinding yeah. for so long yeah. on like everything, where it's like, okay, you you wouldn't fall because you've been doing this every week for three, four, five years mm-hmm. straight. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's just like, like that's the thing, bro. It's like when you put something where you've you're, you've managed, you've done your craft like so long. Like mm-hmm. every hour is what you think about, is what you sleep about. It's what you eat, sleep, breathe, all that. It's, it's like, so when the pressure's on, it's like, oh, bro, like, come on. I've been doing this since I was, I've been doing this for the last five years. You know what I'm saying? I've right. already had my ups and downs. Like, nothing you say or do is going to scare me or what, none of that. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, and people was like, man, I can't believe you stood up to her. And I can't, mm-hmm. like, man, I've been talking to so many people for so long. I don't put nobody on the pedestal, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So nah, it's just like, shouldn't. I just, I put ideas on pedestals mm-hmm. and I could just tell some of her ideas was like, man, eh, I don't rock with that. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I don't rock with that. Right. You know? And so, you know, I don't got no relationships that I'm messing up. Like it is, it's, it's just me, yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to save nothing. I'm not trying to preserve. Like we, we could talk, we could just do this thing, you know? So, and I mean, bro, like how did it feel? Like once you started like just seeing the, the reactions you know and people because it's different you know what i'm saying like when you put out a podcast like people mm-hmm. are like oh bro that was dope yada yada but like like how did it feel to like like people in like say new york you know what i mean or like yeah. florida were like reaching out to you like yo bro you know what i'm saying like because that's to me bro that's always been the mental thing for me it's crazy it's like i remember when we dropped the uh, kendrick's like that little less mm-hmm. video mm-hmm. and like complex like uk was picking it up in like africa it's like yeah. dang like people national known like people internationally in like different countries yeah. are watching shit you know it's what I mean? wild bro like it was just blowing my mind like mm-hmm. i knew that i had something with the reparations clip and that's mm-hmm. why i put i isolated that clip mm-hmm. um but i didn't think it was gonna hit like that and mm-hmm. when i just see my mentions just like blowing up and every time i open my twitter mm-hmm. it had that 20 plus i'd never seen that because i didn't have a yeah. lot of followers and i was like i'm i'm really just starting to get into twitter yeah. so i'm just like Yo, this is crazy. Nah, Twitter things can blow up quick. Yeah. Like people will post like funny memes and it'll blow up quick. Yeah. You know what and I mean? So I was I was blown away and it was just like, wow, like three years for yeah, this moment. Bro. And it yeah. and, but this moment is like the beginning. Even though it's three years. And then you'll have it. the thing is like you'll have more moments like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like the more people that are following you, like it becomes like there's this book called Tribes that I fuck with like hella tough, right? Oh, and uh Tim um t- Tim Grover, I think. Or no no no, 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 He does four-hour work week. I know you're yep, talking about. Yep. Yeah, that dude. But pretty much, like, the book. Tim like, Ferriss. Yeah, Tim Ferriss. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of just like once you establish, like, a tribe, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's literally your your tribe. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. Like, you can sell socks, and, like, they'll fuck with you so tough. Mm. So it's like, okay, I know if I sell it doesn't matter, like, because they, they believe in, in whatever it is that you're producing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So your podcast is, like, people rock with you so tough. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, if you if you were like, hey, bro, like, I'm going to charge $5 for y'all to listen to this exclusive shit, then it's like, oh, bro, like, I'm going to support you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm going to, I know you're grind and I'll rock with you so tough. Like, anything that you do, mm-hmm. I'm going to put it out. You know that's what I mean? That's real. That's real, bro. Bro, you got a gift. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Thank like, you, you, you and, that's the one thing, is, like, you and Oba, like y'all really have like this 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 niche and this uh this this talent bro that like doesn't like it, it doesn't go unnoticed like mm-hmm. like you feel me like mm-hmm. I, I i recognize like you're really good at this shit thank you you know bro. what i mean Appreciate like that. you're really good and like you have so much knowledge like on just touching on just black people as a whole mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying where it's like all right bro even when i see you with the the dashikis <laughs> and the prince and shit it's like it's like i know i rock with you tough because it's like yeah. bro like you know like you really rocking it you yeah. know what i'm saying like yeah. it's that's why i gotta connect you with my boy uh i'm about to see him on sunday my boy lou lou raja oh yeah for you, sure you, we definitely you, you probably connect. have heard of him before. i've heard of him for sure but like y'all would vibe and connect well bro. that's what's up y'all yeah, vibe man. and connect well bro can i tell you a story about like what because like you I think you asked me like what was it like for it to go viral yeah <clears throat> so the day after i released it mm-hmm. um and it started going viral on, on twitter mm-hmm. it was like 
it was like a meeting of worlds where it's like oh my, yeah like, my, like my, you my, you think like me you know what i'm saying like it's no kind of, it's, like, it's it was a meeting of worlds where my old world was trying to like pull me back in mm. my new world so um it was it was very emotional for me to leave my old job because mm-hmm. I was in sales and I was doing well. Yeah, no, you told me. <laughs> I was doing well, bro. And it's like and I and I just walked away and you know, my my bosses was cool. Um uh, my, my main boss was cool, but then it was he he has this like kind of weird, overly competitive, like from like a more of a place of I was a nerd and now I'm now I'm kind of good at something and I'm a boss and just yeah. like oh and and he's like real status oriented yeah. and you know he'll he'll drive a Corvette but he has like a wife and kids or something like he's just like one of those type dudes yeah. you know yeah. and so um and I, I know he was like starting to talk trash about me like towards the time when I was leaving because my my numbers were going down it's like if your numbers ain't good like he's gonna treat you like trash and I was I didn't like really, no nah, he's uh he's not black. But okay. he's not white either. I don't okay. know. I won't get too too much into it, but because um, I don't really want to give him that much credit. But but, but basically, but basically, bro. Um, in all transparency, like I was, I had dropped that, mm-hmm. and I was literally doing Postmates that that night. Right? Yeah. It was like a Friday night. Yeah. And you know what that's like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Trust me, bro. You, you know, know what that grind yeah, is like. Yeah, so I, I was I was like. doing Postmates, and uh, and then he texts me. Mm. And he was like, hey, make sure this delivery makes it safe at 9 o'clock p.m. I was like, what are you talking about? And I haven't heard from him since. And this this was a dude that we hung out all the time, you know, went to his house. But then, like, when my numbers went down, he started treating me like we, like, he didn't know, almost like he didn't know yeah, me, like some cool, Leo Corn Dame Dash type yeah, stuff, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And so I'm just like, wow, like, he, I seen his true character. Yeah. And I know that he was talking trash right before I left, and I'm sure he's talking trash after I left. Um, so... He was like, so basically somebody that I used to work with, I was about to deliver to them. And so she had reached out to him. was like, hey, it, isn't it, didn't he just work with us and blah, blah, blah? Uh-huh. And so he just texted me. So when I showed up, I thought he was going to be there. Yeah. But it was just the girl. Yeah. And then I was just like, wow, this dude, I bet you he's judging me. I bet you he's saying like, oh, you walked away from this and now you're doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not, and obviously like, I don't do that because that's all I got going on. I do that because of flexibility well, and I'm, yeah, I'm building little, up my business. Little, little extra thing. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but I can, I know his mind and yeah. I know he was judging me and I know yeah. he was trying to poke fun at me. Yeah. And normally me and him used to butt heads and clash. Yeah. And I had so much heat that I wanted to get off. Yeah. But then I thought about it. I was like, yo, I ain't gonna do nothing. I was but I was also, it was also like the biggest day of my entrepreneurial career of that going viral. So at the, at the same time of- Wait, me, that was the same day? The same day, bro. So the same day my stuff went viral was the same day that my old boss was trying to make fun of me for Swear like- to God. For like basically doing my own thing and, and hustling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was trying to bring me back and he was trying to be, you know, a little yeah. snarky and stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to go there with him, bro. Bigger man. Yeah. I was just like I gotta I, I can't I can't go there with him like Mm-mm. this is temporary mm-hmm. and if and if he's somebody that's like comfortable being in the zoo then I'll be that you know nigga in the jungle you know what I mean getting it bro but Hell you can yeah. you can be in a nice little cage in the zoo and, and live a cushy yeah, life a but cool I'm out here life. in the jungle I'm about to have this whole you yeah, know what I mean real, real and so yeah. uh, I was like man on the on the don't best run, day don't run from the grind exactly don't on the best the day grind. of my career bro it was like the day where he was trying to bring me back and mm. he was trying to take me take me back and also she was telling me like how much money they was making and I was like damn I know if you making that I know what I could be making you know what I mean but yeah. it was just like nah bro I'm not for one I'm not gonna go back to that job for for whatever reason and then I'm also not gonna stoop to his level mm-hmm. you know what I mean with that pettiness and so it's crazy how he got in contact with me the, the day that my stuff started popping off you know mm. and so it was just it was just a clashing of like I'm going this way but then like somebody trying to bring me down but it's, it just also let me know how much I've grown yep. and how I could never go back to that place no. and, I, and I didn't leave because of a lack of money I left because I wasn't who I was supposed to be Hell yeah. and I couldn't really chase my goals and my dreams in that environment because yeah. it was real toxic so yeah bro it was just it was crazy how that stuff popped off and then the old world just tried to come back and it's how God works down. bro yeah man it's how God works I yeah, feel like bro. sometimes bro like we you man yeah, I could tell you several times like where people would, you know, doubt me, you know, and be like, like, you know, 
you ain't shit. Like, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. you feel me talking shit. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, some some viral pops off or they see my stuff, my shit blowing up and they're like, oh, bro, I always knew you could do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, dog, like, be, oh, it's like, be man. cool with that. You know right, what I'm saying? So right. it's just like, for me, bro, like, I love it, you know, because mm-hmm. it's just like, I know, you know, you, you, when you, when you, have to do certain things like okay i gotta deliver mm-hmm. postmates or i gotta grind like it's not it's it's you're a hustler like you're That's a it. straight hustler like like you know like a lot of people bro faced with adversity faced with obstacles a lot of people, bro, would fold. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They go like, into depression. The, all that, I mean, but that's sometimes nigga goes through that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's just like, but there has there has to reach a cracking point where it's like, like one of my homies always say, like, all right, if I don't grind, I don't eat. Mm-hmm. Like and it's like li- when it's literally getting to a point where it's like, okay, nigga, like if I don't grind, I won't eat today. You know what I'm saying? That's so it, I, I remember there was I was a, in a position like that when I was in L. A. where it was just like, okay, like. You need to go out there and make some type of money today so you could put food on your table. Yeah. You feel me? So yeah. it's just like when you have that in you, you 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 kind of mentally you still have that mentality and you might be living cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where mm-hmm. it's like, Oh bro, I'm living good. Like no, I we, got we straight, bro. You, you straight, but you still <laughs> but you still you know what that feels like. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when you know what that feels like, then you like, okay you still carry that same mentality and that Bro, mindset. the job that I just started, yeah. this is my first job where it's like set hourly. Like, I've always made commissions. You feel me? I've never, like, that's all I know is the grind, mm-hmm. you know? And even though I'm working this job, I'm still going to be driving on the weekends. Yeah. Like, why not? Get so I can, money. I mean, because honestly, well, office job, that's nothing, bro. Because then <laughs> no. you know, because then you know, you like, look, I got my set amount of pay off tops off you feel top. me? Like yeah. I got I know I'm gonna be I could take care of boom 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 yep. bam. you feel me so it's just like and so I'm still driving <clears throat> so I was it, out till like 10 o'clock last night bro and bro, it's, it's, it's nothing it's, it's cool and bro you throw on a little podcast you feel me you feel me if you want to slap you feel me you can slap exactly things, exactly it's kind of it's relaxing to be yeah, honest bro, bro yeah. I, trust me man i had i had so many moments when i was doing that in la mm-hmm. i was like bro i would deliver houses to people in the hollywood hills and mm-hmm. west hollywood and mm-hmm. they'll be like i hey, leave my stuff downstairs you feel me so mm-hmm. like i had you know the most humbling moments you feel oh, me yeah. to, to having to you know, drop off, drop off food in Inglewood. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To mm-hmm. to the next thing, you know, I'm driving in West Hollywood, delivering to some celebrity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just like, I it's like, come on, bro. Like you, I I know I I you know grinded for it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it's just like, bro. Like now it's just like, come on, bro. Like none none phases me. No. You know what I'm saying? Because I know God has a bigger plan and a bigger picture. So it's just like. That's all testaments. Like, it tests your faith. You feel me? And at the end of the day, man, we all people. Like, mm-hmm. we all, come on, man. We mm-hmm. eat, sleep, shit, fuck. <laughs> like, we all the same, bro. Yeah. So, if you if you got a certain job and a certain prestige, like, that's cool. But, like, typically, that only means whatever to you. Yep. That's your perception. Yeah. Like, you might look at yourself a certain way. I might look at you, like, whatever. <laughs> you, yeah. And you look at me a certain way. And yeah. I look at myself like, nigga, I'm good. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, it's, everybody has their own perception. And really, that don't really affect me in my uh-huh. world, in my life, and in my family. So, um, pause. We'll pause. Oh, you need to get on uh, Wi-Fi? Nah, we good. Okay. So, yeah, bro. Like, all of that, like like you said, bro, the grind is the grind. Mm-hmm. And, and. I got goals, you got goals, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much what it come down to. Like everybody, every individual, as long as you like going after your goals, your bridge and your road to get there, it's gonna look different, and it may not be whatever you envisioned it as a child or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like you do what you gotta do, and as mm-hmm. long as you keep working every day, you gonna make it, bro. So tell us about what you've been doing, bro. Like every day, you've been working hard, grinding, writing scripts. Yeah, you know what I mean, shooting videos, yeah. flying all over the country. <laughs> You know what's what's been popping off, man? Um, man, bro. Uh, for the first time, I, I really think like, like you know how. Like, I'll give you an example. Like you know how, for, like for the longest time, you might be like, you know that'll be cool, but you know that'll never happen. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I, I think, I, for the first time, bro. Like I always thought, you know, like. Uh, like that would be that would be cool like you know making a movie would be cool but I'll probably never make one you know mm. what I'm saying but the fact that like we literally 
just wrote a 127 page script bro you know what I mean masterful and, and now like it's getting dealt to the hands of like people at production companies that make my favorite movies mm. you know what I'm saying like like that's crazy to me bro what's that process like as far as after you give it out to them like if they take it are you still going to be able to be like a part of that or what's oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. so so i mean the so the goal is like always like okay if if i wrote it i want to direct it as well okay. you know okay. what i mean so mm-hmm. the goal for this is for this to be my first feature film like okay. debut mm-hmm. you know what i mean so mm-hmm. i uh i Bro, once we give it out, it's like, okay, well, Emmanuel has a production company. Um, Emmanuel has a production company. Uh, Chris Johnson has a production company. LeBron James has a production company. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to all you guys, right? Mm. And if you guys are like, oh, like, like we want it, we want it. Mm-hmm. Like, or maybe all three of you guys. And it's like, okay, well, who's going to put up the most money? Mm. Who's going to who's gonna give the most opportunity, the most freedom? You know what I mean? Creative freedom. Mm-hmm. So, bro, like, now, like, like really, dog, like, because there's, there's this hump, right, of, like, writing it and getting mm-hmm. it to a good position. Mm-hmm. And then once it's at a good position and you're like, okay, this is ready to take out, then you're like, okay, well, like, there's some people that like it. Yeah. And that's crazy. It's like, you know, I gave you the script. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's crazy when people, like, everybody who I've let read the script, like, they're literally like, bruh, like, I see this visually. I see it. And it I, I can, and I can visualize crazy, it right now, bro. But it's crazy <laughs> just because, like, you don't, it's, these are, like, made-up characters, like, in my head. Mm-hmm. These are made-up characters you know, that I just made up, you know, that me and my co-writer Lance Holloway made up, like, mm-hmm. this is just me and him's, like, creativity, like, just, they're, they're, these characters and these scenes are coming from our heads and on paper, and it's cohesing in a, a story, so it's just crazy wow. to be, like, people to read it and be like, yo, like, I get it, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. it's just like, bro, it's, it's a crazy feeling, yeah. you know what I mean, and yeah. the fact that people are going to read it and be like, wow, like, I see it. I mm. get it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to be really, really, really good. And I'm just like, bro, like, what? Like, come on, bro. Like, nah, like bro. you want to you want to put you want to put a million dollars behind this? Like, what? You that's feel me? Like, that's crazy. Easy, you know what I mean? Bro. To think easy. about that. You yeah. Know? Yeah, bro. So what's and how long wild, has it bro. been? How long has it been circulating in in the professional uh bro about a couple like about a week oh, okay it's fresh <laughs> so out there it's fresh okay. out there okay. so that's why it's, it's it's special bro because like we just uh it's special because like coming down here coming to here to portland like it's kind of like my just way to just relax and just debrief because mm-hmm. it's like oh like i've done everything i can like it's out there mm-hmm. it's out in the universe yeah. now it's just like let me just get away from la Chill with the homies. It's like you, you drop the album and you don't. Wanna, yeah, you don't want to look at the numbers. I don't and- even want to. I don't even want to. It's like, <laughs> hey, bro. Like, let me just come up here and chill. Yeah. Like, let me just relax, bro. Yeah, like, get your mind off it. Get my mind off it, bro. And then I'll come back to LA and I'll be like, all right, well, you know, because it take it's gonna take people to probably like what October to mm-hmm. to read it. You know, I mean, but then again, it's COVID, so it's just mm-hmm. like everybody everybody has time. You're not in the office. People are at home. That's a fact. You know, and and I had two people from. Uh, high high production companies that i know who are both presidents mm. i won't display who they are but yeah for sure pretty much like they've worked with me and they're like yo send it my way mm. and these are presidents of companies where yeah. they're like okay if i mess with it then we then, then we lit you know <laughs> what i mean and they both have like they both have real real strong personal connections to me so yeah. they might be like you know what and they both work the same company you know and, and they might be like uh you know like you know what, young brother, we want to, we want to, we want to make your first most movie. Yeah, and then you know, from there, it's like you know, they could always be the one like, man, I, I helped him make his first movie. Right, back right. Then, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, you know, that might be a scenario, bro. But you know, the thing that I'm learning through this process is like, when you make something and you put it out into the universe, only God can decide. Mm. Only, only the universe. Like, there comes a certain point in time where it's like, I feel like. We always want to reach, 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 grab, grab, grab. We want to hold, hold, hold. It's like sometimes you just need to let it go. You've done everything you can. That's a fact. 
So it's like for me and my car ride, it's like, bro, we've been working on it. Literally, bro, we started last summer, maybe like July, mm-hmm. August. And, and a year later, we're turning it in. You know, so that's, that's 300, fine, that's 365 days mm-hmm. of working. Like, bro, like literally like there will be days where we would just be sitting in his hot ass and Lance is like in his hot ass apartment mm-hmm. and we'll be sweating, bro. Like, <laughs> like having the fan on the AC, yeah. like brainstorming. Like there was moments where E, like I would just be frustrated because I was like, I can't, I can't think of anything. You know what I mean? Like. Like there was days where I was coming and it was cold as shit. Yeah. When it, that's how you know when you when you it's kind of like if you somebody did a little time lapse of like because oh, we would always man. link up at his apartment. I would yeah. I would be like man, bro, I'm hella tired from work today because mm-hmm. I would leave work and go straight to his crib and we'll start work writing. Mm-hmm. I would work from ten to seven mm-hmm. and then work on the screenplay from like eight to ten, mm-hmm. like twice a week for like a year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, we were we were literally, you know, Zoom, you know, back and forth on shit. Like, yeah. it was, it, bro, it was a process, and it was fun, but it was a grind. It's a grind, bro. You know what I'm saying? I can only imagine, bro. Like, so I, the, the course that I'm telling you about, mm-hmm. like, it's been a process of kind of creating, like, a potential co- coaching system mm-hmm. to now just, like, going full-on digital course with mm-hmm. it. And so I started on that back in the fall of of 2019 like mm-hmm. october ish uh october november and i thought i was gonna be done in may and i'm just like yo it's not really panning out the, exactly the way that i wanted to to get but like i know what you're talking about that grind of like and i've been i've been working pretty heavily on it you know recently like during the during the covid but also like when things slowed down and then when the dynamics change of the household and the family being here and i i can't go to my coffee shops and i can't yeah. be in the Are library the coffee shops like open that now they are so there's one right around the corner from my house that's open is the libraries open now i don't know about the libraries okay. I, I think they are honestly but it's probably like limited mm-hmm. capacity but i know certain coffee shops there's one in my neighborhood where you can sit down mm-hmm. all the other ones are pretty much like to go mm-hmm. and so um but i just don't even want to chance it because that place is kind of small mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like you never know exactly so i was like i'll just take my chances at the house or I'll be in the backyard working you know mm-hmm. just uh, just sitting yeah, out there yeah, in the sun you know yeah, just chilling yeah. so um, but yeah bro like that slowed me down like my the consistency of how I was putting in work but like just still working at it and just trying like gathering all the information and then trying to organize it and formulate it so that it's streamlined and it's like it makes mm-hmm. sense um, So, but I'm like taking like historical stuff and like trying to piece it together Y'all are just thinking, you know what I mean? And just creating just off the top of your dome. And like, when I read it, honestly, bro, when I'm reading, I'm like, bro, Ted wrote this. I'm like, bro, how did, how did you do this, bro? Like, how did y'all, like, how do you, two people, how do y'all do like that is written? I don't know. I've never read a script, but like the way you write a script, it's like, it's so amazing and i can i can visualize everything like the short one that you did the 12 yeah, page joint. Yeah, yeah. i can visualize everything still i can still see target and kanye going in there <laughs> <laughs> and the lady shooting you know I, I can see that right now bro but it's like yo how do you write you still you, remember you, that script yeah, that's of wild. course that was yeah. dope bro and i'm like how do you write so well like that it's hard for me to write yeah. bro and i'm like this dude writes flawlessly bro like, did you get straight A's in high school? Nah, bro. Like, I think <laughs> in I English, think, nah, like, bro. Killing I it, mean, bro. nah. Like, and with so, like I said, bro. My my mentor, Lance Holloway. Like, he's he's a phenomenal writer, bro. Like, he's a great writer. So it's like when you when you and he's from the he's from Oakland as well. It's like, bro, mm-hmm. when you sit down with yourself for when you sit down with another person who's a great writer, mm-hmm. right? And you learn from them for a year straight, mm-hmm. like, like, hey, this should be like this, hey, like, and you, like, I bounce idea off him, and he's like, nah, you, you should always have a reasoning for everything, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's just like the the Quincy script, like, he helped me out on, well, he, I wrote it, and then he helped me like suggest some things and some ideas and mm-hmm. stuff, but it was just like I knew, like, okay, what is the thing about I learned from Lance is just like, okay, what's the journey, mm-hmm. you know, what is like with Quincy, it was like, look, you got to set it up. What does he want? I just want some toilet paper. <laughs> so it's like at the end of the day, it's like he can't win. Yeah. You know, it's just like you're rooting for him. You're like, ah, man, I want him to get this toilet paper. 
And then literally as soon as you think like he's about to get that last one, right. somebody swoops up. Right. He's like, damn. Yeah. And people were like, yo, bro, you got to have Quincy come back with another one. I was just like, I just I just wanted to give people some. Because that was when quarantine, that was when we were like panicking mm-hmm. in panic mode. Mm-hmm. Like, So I was like, bro, like I just want to. And that was just based off my overall reactions to seeing like, bro, I, I literally thought like every time I was going to grocery store, I was like, yo, some shit could pop off at mm-hmm. any moment. Cause it was bad in LA, Man. so I was just like, bro, like that was just how I was feeling at the moment. That's you know, wild. walking in the stores, it felt like you know there was, you know, I know I wrote down there was military tanks on the street, but that mm-hmm. was gonna be a real thing potentially. There, yeah. It was in LA, there was military oh, tanks on the street. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like with Control X, bro. Like when you partner with somebody like Lance, like he has such a vivid imagination and. Like to be able to work with him and us putting our ideas together and learning from him and, and, and writing in that process, bro. It's just like you you fall you you want to fall in love with them characters, bro. Yeah, and it's bro. just like you want all those characters. Like I remember before before we even started writing, we were like, okay, we know what our three characters are gonna be. Mm-hmm. Like, in in the situation is okay. Why are you gonna root for X? Mm-hmm. Why are you gonna root for Sean? Why are you gonna root for Miles? Because mm-hmm. you want to see them, you want to see them win. You mm-hmm. want you're rooting for them. You're like, damn, like I wish Miles could take care of his baby mama. You know, I want Sean to get up out of situation to help his sister out. Yeah, I want X just to go to college. Yeah, but you know, it's just like in any traditional storytelling, it's like all three of those characters have goals and missions, but it's like the world is going to try to stop them. Mm-hmm. The community is going to try to stop them. People are going to try to stop them, mm-hmm. and that's why I was. You know, we put it up front when, you know, the grandma gave the speech in the beginning and it was like, yo, like, you're going to have people that are going to try to test you, mm-hmm. you know, but you got to remember, like, you know, things are bigger than that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. That that script was fire, bro. And then right. the, the revisions that y'all made. Oh, bro, because you read it when it wasn't even that. You, yeah. You read it before COVID. Yeah, you know what I'm bro. So, so the revisions, like, I was like. It's crazy. Yo, how like, how bro. did you. How, you guys are amazing, bro. Like it was, it was awesome, and I just, I didn't think it need. I mean, of course, you wouldn't think it needed nothing, you know, until you see the differences. Like, oh shoot, you know, one thing that I was, I think about you every time I listen to it. I think I sent you and Oba the link mm-hmm. to um, the history of the office, the oral history of the office. Have you listened to that? The office, the TV show. Yeah, it's yep. a, it's on Spotify. Yep. Have you listened to it? No, I haven't listened to it, bro. You. You should listen to that, bro. Okay. I think you would love it, man. It just like talks about the progression of how that show kind of got off and how it almost didn't happen. But like the way that their writers are, of course, on the TV show you got like a lot of writers, and when they got so, as many characters as that, like, but like their their writers and like how many versions and outcomes and how they determine, you know, what's gonna happen and what's not gonna happen as far as making the final cut, bro. And just like the the collaboration and. The, the character development and I'm just yes. like yo and yes. how like but with them because it was so unique and mm-hmm. they, they chose people that weren't stars they also they let the characters develop their own character mm-hmm. As and then so it's like the the writers would tell the characters alright we're gonna do this and the character's like uh, that really doesn't work for you know what I mean and I think she would actually her personality is more and I don't, I don't think she should say that like she's She's a bitch, but she's not offensive to yeah. people that she loves, yeah. you know. And so it's just like, oh wow, you know. So yeah, bro, it's, it's but that's the thing is like, you always want to be collaborative with your actors yeah. and actresses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. where it's like, like, like I want, I when I make, I see that forty nine er shit. Yeah, you know it. You know it. <laughs> uh, but when I when I work with my with the three boys mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. I want them to be best friends like I want them to kick it with each other off, like off camera off camera yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. it's like bro like that's the part I'm looking forward to the most is like when you look at Spike Lee like he like he you could tell like he's so personable with his character with his characters like where it's like alright I'm a ride for Spike. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like just based off what I've seen, it's like, yo, like you spend so much time with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like that's exactly how I want. Uh, that's exactly how I want the three of them to be. You feel me? Where it's just like, all right, well, we gonna rock with each other. You know what I'm saying? Are oh, you good, G? I see you got the Sony, man.
Now I know you uh you had made a post and uh you was kinda like you made like a little scrappy post, bro, where you had like two uh you remember when Lil Scrappy I think he got signed by like Lil John mm-hmm. and 50 Cent at the same time or something like that mm-hmm. and you made a post something similar to that where you got you got uh, you got two companies behind you right now you know yeah. what I mean you over here making mega deals you know you getting that bag you getting two bags <laughs> bro hey, it's, 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 it's just it's, it's, a, it's a great uh, it's a great you know quantity is my home team man mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and, and, and good company is like yo you know, we want to help you out as well. Uh, and they got, you know, the resources, a lot of resources, quantity and and good company. And putting those two minds together, man, it, it's it's a beautiful thing. So what is that? What does that entail in your world? Like having those two like production companies? Yeah. So those two production companies um, supporting you and behind you, what does that open up for you? A lot. So mm-hmm. uh, quantity is 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 a, a building like a you know up and coming like studio mm-hmm. and um they're bringing me work as well that's where actually where i work like full time mm-hmm. and uh good company is this they have relationships with like the nba they've done work for beyonce kendrick lamar mm-hmm. they've done pharrell like they are like one of the top production companies in la okay you know um so they're like hey bro like people are constantly coming in there for music videos and work and then they'll come to me like, hey, like Tev, there's a you know opportunity with the NBA here mm-hmm. that we think would be good for. Hey Tev, there's a music video that you think you can shoot, and it's just like for me, it'll be determining like, okay, do I want to do it or not? You know. Wow. So it's just like, bro, it's, it's all good. But I think I've come to a conclusion where it's like, um, mentally, I think after writing this script. And after doing uh, this past, you know, I, I, I can't say, but you know what I mean, the, mm-hmm. the, the SC thing, mm-hmm. you feel me? Mm-hmm. But um, I think after doing that, it's really shaped me worse. Like, bro, like I really, I, I all I want to do is, is long form now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, because I've, I've done music videos. I've done short documentaries, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like now, bro, I really have gotten to that pace where it's like, nah, like I want to solidify myself as a director like television film mm. doc you yeah. know what i mean like period period like mm-hmm. it's like you know because i i would i just want to make that long lasting impact because music videos are cool um and don't get me wrong like if the right music video and the right opportunity came up i'll do it but bro like i just i just want to make that space where it's like nah like i want to impact people on a greater stage and what's mm-hmm. a greater stage like all right bro for sure like I got a movie dropping or all right for sure I got a, a TV show dropping you know mm-hmm, what I'm saying mm-hmm. like I feel like now it's just like I know when it was like nah it's time to step up mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's time to like enhance that you know it's kind of like going from you know when you stepping up your podcast you know what I'm saying where it's like nah like I've been doing this for a while now let me let me let me go let me step it up let me do right. a little bit long form you know what I'm saying let me let me go from being like you know, making a two-minute music video to a 45-minute episode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. it's just like stepping up on levels of storytelling and creativity. You feel me? That's a beautiful space to be in. Or like when, you, when you've dabbled and, and you've done what you've done and basically kind of mastered like what you do mm-hmm. and you get to that comfort level of like, all right, I'm good here. So now, all right, what else, what else can I do? Yep. And then... And then once you kind of find that lane, it's almost like you already you love what you do, but then you get that extra boost of like, all right, I got a new, you know what I mean, a new hurdle to jump over um, in this in this same space, and it almost feels like you're starting something brand new. But yeah, even bro. though it's the same thing, it's like yeah. a different iteration, you know. Heck yeah. yeah, and that's the thing, bro. Like that, I admire so much about you know you and your podcast is because you're able to put out constant forms of creativity every week bro mm-hmm. and with filmmaking bro like like bro I, i'm gonna keep it a stack with you bro like i have not dropped anything in a year okay in a year that's wild you know what i'm saying it yeah. feels like i have but you've been working though i've been working yeah but it's like i like i sometimes i just i'm like yo i just want i want people to see what i've been working on yeah like i want i want you guys to see like the progress i want you guys but it's like patience you know what i mean for sure and it's like as a filmmaker you know with any filmmaking bro like you know content it takes to develop it takes time you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. it's just like 
I could I've been writing that script since 2019. Mm-hmm. The movie probably won't come out until 2021, maybe mm-hmm. 2022. You know what I mean? Like I've been working on that one doc since last, you know, November. Yeah. It probably won't come out until October, November. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like the Dame doc, the Dame video that came out, bro. That came out in that August. Was two summers ago? No, it came out last summer in August. Okay, last summer. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't dropped nothing since then. Damn. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that's the biggest thing that I always try to, like, tell, like, anybody is, like, bro, longevity. Like, that's that Dre Grant video is still getting talked about. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? That ain't going nowhere. So, it's just, like, I, I'm That's thankful. a monument, bro. Like, yeah, bro. Yeah. And it's just, like, I'm thankful for God for that because it's just, like, that video is still getting me work. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's still mm-hmm. getting like people are like, hey, I want to talk to you just off that. Yeah. You know, so it's like that. That's I thank God for that each and every day. And sometimes you know? when you when you get to that point where like your your work, like there is irrefutable. And like so for me, it's just I feel like it's I'm in a similar spot where it's like because I'm not I'm not putting out I'm not pressed to put out a podcast a week ever. You know, mm-hmm. um, when I was kind of proving to myself and proving to others that I could do this really to myself, like I got to. Because I knew there was like, all right, I got to get better. Yep. I'm not fully comfortable. All right, I'm 65%. All right, I'm 85%. Mm-hmm. And and then it just got to a point where it's like, man, bro, like I know what I can do. Yeah. And I know how I can do it. And mm-hmm. so um, now I don't have to prove to myself that I can produce, that I can be consistent. Like I've already, I've done it. Mm-hmm. And and I'm doing pretty, and I'm pretty good at it, mm-hmm. if I be honest. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, I'm not pressed to do it, but like when the opportunities come like you just got to knock it out the park you know but it but the thing is it's not like there's no pressure to perform when you know you got it you know you got it <laughs> you and you know. know and the world knows like yeah yo, like it's like yo i know it's like yo i know if e doesn't talk or drops a podcast he's already mastered his craft so mm-hmm. i know it's gonna be fire i know it's gonna be dope i know you know what i'm saying where it's just like that's why you don't become personal when, when people start coming to you mm-hmm. that shows that you're an expert in your craft you know what i mean like yo e i want you to come on i want you to do i want you to host something for sneaker pdx sneaker week you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. then it's like when you start people getting reached out to you then it's like oh nah like i i know when i touch something mm-hmm. like it's a it's a it's a big deal yeah. you know what i'm saying like that's why people, you know what I'm saying, pay you for your work. Okay. You feel me? Yeah. Like, I would, like, like yo, I want you to come host. We're going to pay you, toss your bag. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why it's like people are willing to put dollars behind your vision because they trust your vision and they want to be a part of it. It's amazing, bro. Every, every opportunity, every pay gig that I've had. It's weird. Like, I haven't really pressed it. Like, it just came to it me. It just came. You know, and I just and even the Jane Elliott like that that fell in my lap, bro. Yep. Like the dude William that was sitting with me, um, or co-hosting, like he knew her. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Hey man, I think you should talk to her. I think I would love to hear you interview mm-hmm. her." <laughs> I was just like, "For real?" It's like, "Yeah, reach out to her. Just just drop my name in the email, and I think she'll be receptive." I'm like, All "You got right. that email? Yeah." Next bro. thing you know, you sent that email yeah. like, "Hey, I want to know if we can sit down." Like he literally he called me he called me on Father's Day. He was blowing me up. I was like, bro, what? Why are you? You know, I got a family. Why are you calling me on Father's yeah. Day? And I stepped out. He was like, hey, man, I got this opportunity. I think you should just hop on it this Crazy. week. Yeah. But that's, but see, e, that's why, that's why I love going to bed at night. Mm. You want to know why? Tell me. Because you never know what's going to happen the next morning. That's a fact. Or the next day. <laughs> that's why every day that I go to sleep, I, I get on my knees every every night before I go to sleep, and I'm like, "Thank you, God, for another day." Mm-hmm. But I know, I know it when I wake up in the morning, anything could happen. Bro, I gotta but ask, it, but but for for bad or for worse or for great, yeah. you know what I mean. But yeah. that's the beauty in night is you never know. You, who email you get mm-hmm. a text, a call, that's a fact. it could be like, "Yo, boom, 
Like, yo. Yo, and that's that's real because especially when you've been planting seeds. Yeah. Oh, bro, because you never, bro, when you plant those seeds, you never know what's gonna come. Never know when that motherfucker gonna plant up and that's that thing gonna sprout out. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. That's a fact, bro. I gotta ask you this last question, and then I gotta run. I gotta go to work. Oh shit. (laughs) But um, no, we we got a little time though. But um, just just because you said that, so lately, Mm -hmm. like the past month and a half, two months. I've been having lucid dreams like every night, mm. and it's especially when I play this uh, certain music cassette. Oh like, yeah, nine hundred sixty-three hertz yeah. frequency or whatever. <laughs> yep, and it's just been crazy, bro. And so, and I and I, I remember them. I, I write I write it down. Most of the time, I stop writing it down because mm-hmm. it's getting a little too scary, bro. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> like like, it, like it's becoming too real. It's it's becoming too real, and uh, yeah, and it's just like. And it's and now that I can interpret my dreams, um, because I I talk to my uh to my therapist like every two three weeks, mm-hmm. and he's helping me interpret my dreams, mm. and I'm like oh shoot like all right I get it, you know and some stuff I don't even want to continue to entertain in. I'm just like all right let me just change my my thinking patterns, mm-hmm. but you as a director someone that just thinks amazingly yeah, what are your dreams like bro? Um, so bro, I always have this uh so I'll give you an example. Yeah. So I um my my biggest goal, and I know this may sound like like I always have like the same three type of like visions, right? Mm. The first one is going back to Oakland previewing I mean uh previewing my movie Mm. At the Grand Lake Theater, which mm. is like where Fruitvale Station, it's like the biggest movie. It's like the most. It's like a legendary movie theater in Oakland, right? Yeah. And I just have this vision of like me being front stage, talking to people before and after the movie. Family's all there. Everybody who came up with me, everybody's there. Um, the per, to the premiere of it. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. the premiere of Control X. Mm-hmm. The second one I have is me getting this I this there's this this film thing called deadline and mm-hmm. like it's like where they announce all the newest films that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Like me getting a deadline me and my co writer Lance getting a deadline article like control a new movie control X signs like A twenty four or Spring mm-hmm. Entertainment. Yeah. The third one I actually um it's I, I my dream car is this this BMW I eight. Okay. And I see them everywhere. <laughs> everywhere, right? <laughs> everywhere. And uh, it's actually funny. Um, my before I came out to Portland, I was like, ah, like should I rent a car? Because I know I'm gonna be going around like making my rounds. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, maybe I could just Uber, you know, around. I was like, and then I saw this BMW on Turo and mm. two door, bruh, nice. Oh, you rode up here clean, and, huh? And uh, <laughs> and I was like, ah. I don't want to waste my. I don't want to, you know, use the money on that. I'm good, and and I was like, ah, I don't, I don't think so. And then I tried a conversation with my boy, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And just before I came here to you, bro, I went to go pick that thing up. Yeah. And I was literally driving it, and I was mm-hmm. like, damn, this is my dream. <laughs> like, like literally, like, like I'm talking about e, like, like the sunroof. I, I was like, yo, they got a sunroof in this joint, like. I was just rolling around, just Dang. listening to music. And I was yeah. like, yo, like, and I saw, and I smiled because I was like, I saw the BMW emblem, like, on the steering wheel. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, like, th- I've been wanting this since I was, like, if you go to my Instagram, like, there's a picture of me, like, in front of a BMW i8. And even though the BMW I'm not, I'm driving now is an i8, but mm-hmm. it's still, like, I'm pushing. I'm like, damn, that's like I've, this is my vision that I always yeah, see. Yeah. So that's why, like, that's a part of the reason why I, I love because when like now it's like, bro, like, not only am I get to see good people like you, and my fr- my friends and, and mentors that I came up with, mm-hmm. but bro, it's just like now this time I'm coming up. It's like nah, like let me let me let me treat myself a little bit. Let me let me rent this Beamer, bro, just mm-hmm. to manifest. Be like, all right, I'm for sure getting one of these. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Bro, I be having these crazy visions and dreams, and I just always have these visions and dreams of like, you know, when when I, like I know how I'm gonna do things. Mm-hmm. I already know the Instagram caption for when I, when things drop. <laughs> he said, you know I got I mean? the captions ready, bro. Oh, bro, already That's in my head. Up, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Like when 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 that doc trailer drops, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I get that art that deadline article saying that you know my first movie, bro. I already got the caption in my head ready because it's bro, like that I've been doc dreaming. trailer, bro. That's gone. Oh, bro. That's, that's it. That's gonna be. That's it, come bro. On, bro. That's it, man. Come on, man. You out of here with that one, bro. Facts. But I know you got work, bro. So we can wrap it up. It's all good. It's all good, man. I appreciate you for coming through, bro. Yes, as always, man. I'm. I feel privileged to always get you. Damn near fresh off the plane, bro. You know fresh off I mean? the plane, <laughs> fresh off the plane, bro. Every time, always, always, every time, man. But uh, obviously, man, you always, you always welcome. You know, anytime. Yes, sir. Know? So um, we gonna get out of here, y'all. Uh, if if people want to follow you on Twitter, on Instagram, where should they go? Um, Instagram, bro. It's it's just uh, at Tevin T E V I N dot Jordan J O R D A N, like Michael Jordan. Yep, right. and that's it right there. All right, follow me on Twitter. Um, you can search my name, Emmanuel Williams, or at SXSNDLS on Instagram. Search Socks and Sandals Podcast. And if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate, comment on iTunes. Um, and follow me on iTunes and Spotify. SoundCloud might be going away, so make sure y'all follow me on the other platforms, anything other than SoundCloud. Um, but with that being said, once again, it's the Socks and Sandals podcast where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. Holla at y'all next time. Grace and peace. So, um, and I'll, I'll edit it down and like make it palatable or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, bro, like it was more or less my my subscribers went up. So I gained after Jane Elliott interview, I gained about four hundred plus YouTube subscribers. Four hundred plus. Mm-hmm. And then off that one interview, and then Twitter, I probably gained about mm, two seventy maybe 300 Twitter followers off that one. Cause it went like low key viral on Twitter. It was going on. All it takes is credit. All it takes is one, right? That's it. That's it, bro. <laughs> Damn, bro I'm trying to tell people, bro. <laughs> it's all it takes is one, bro. And then you just get thrust into that, you know, to that area. And bro, it's man. I'm about to go on live. Like I did last time, bro. Last time, hell, people were like, man, I fuck with E. I fuck with E. That's what's up. Let me try to get my camera set up to it. Real quick. Bruh. 400 YouTube subscribers? Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, man. Nigga. And so, it was a... So, it's a combination. So, what happened was... Let me get over here. So, what happened was... That went off, and then other YouTubers started catching it and then they started covering it but she picked it up and um, she covered it mm-hmm. and then this lady on uh, she does like fly Nubian Queen TV on YouTube mm-hmm. and she has like a hundred thousand subscribers or something like that and and uh, she picked it up she did like a two-hour show on it she was she compared TI's interview with Jane and then my interview, like side by side, and she was like kind of roasting Ti, and she was loving everything that I did because I like you know brought the truth out of Jane, you know what I mean? Damn. So it was love. And then um, because with and with, then Tariq now she picked it up. And so has, with with the truth, when you say the truth, man, like explain that to me, like the truth out of her. The truth, as in, um, Jane is known for like speaking truth about white supremacy and racism mm-hmm. but as as I studied her I realized that there were some holes in her like how how hard she goes like the perception like there's mm. a perception of what she does 
and then there's the reality of what she's doing and so i understood after our just knowing what i know and like researching what i researched reading nilly fuller and francis crest welsing and just knowing like real true like racist theory mm-hmm. i realized what she was doing wasn't necessarily a help to black people mm. it was a dog whistle to white people it was like yo we're going to be outnumbered pretty soon you should start being nice to these people so that you know in 40 50 years they don't treat you the way that we treat them or um you should start intermarrying with them and extract some of their melanin because you're allergic to the sun and <laughs> you you're if you stay in the sun too long you're going to get skin cancer but if you had melanin in your skin then you would actually live longer and we as a people would live longer so you need that dna so it was like some get out type stuff that she was saying and i know i could peep it i understand what genetic annihilation and and all of that means for you know white people for western europeans you know what i mean so i was just like oh shoot i kind of see where she's at with it which and isn't so, really good it's not good it's it's really it's, it's it's deceptive and um and so what i did was I just asked questions and, and brought up those ideas mm-hmm. and she's never been questioned like that. like that. Nobody's pressed her like that. And so, and I know that when it comes to white people, when you're talking about racism, you're not necessarily, you don't have to talk about it head on. You don't have to say racism. You don't have to say white supremacy. You don't have to say, but all you have to do is talk about justice. And then when you talk about justice, then they're going to have to defend or go around why justice isn't being served and why it's not being carried out. And what does justice look like for the people that have been, you know, mm-hmm. um, exploited, so, so subjugated and exterminated, you mm-hmm. know, for the past 500 years? Like, what does justice look like for that? Mm-hmm. What does justice look like for those who perpetrated the exploitation mm-hmm. and the subjugation and the extermination? What, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And so I keep asking questions. And well, you know, that's, you always got to ask, well, why? Well, why? Well, why? That's exactly. How, that's how it finds out the truth on people. Yeah, know? bro. Yeah, man. So. Um, when I when I did that, it just kind of after about forty or fifty minutes of that, she just cracked, bro, and she <laughs> she just started giving it up, and she just started rev- and she started arguing with me, and she's never you look at her interviews like she takes over interviews, and she kind of took over, but she she took over as she was losing control, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so she was going hard and she was raising her voice. Now, was it was, was it going viral off somebody just pulled one clip from when you put it out or what? So it went viral off of, I put a clip, I put the clip of her talking about reparations. Because on Twitter, I know that there is a solid subset of people that go yeah. hard on reparations. Did you tag them? I didn't tag nobody. I wow. just, I just found, I found a clip of this girl named, or this woman named Michi X. And mm-hmm. she's like one of the black media, new black media leaders, thought leaders or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh. She was talking about Tariq Nasheed. Her and Tariq Nasheed is beefing for whatever reason. Um, and so it was that video. And that video was doing pretty well. So I was just like, hey, y'all should check this out. <laughs> and then from that one post. Ain't that crazy? Under like, that. Because like, I know I know that I know that, that market in that audience. I know that they would be interested in this. Yeah. And I already knew like when I recorded with her, when she talked about re- reparations, I was like, oh, I got one. Like I already know this clip is going to go off. And so I did a three-minute trailer. I had my partner put together a three-minute trailer. But I took that you know minute and a half or whatever yeah. and just posted that and i posted it there and then i posted it on my page and it just it went it went crazy but it was under that initial one and just started getting retweeted and liked a lot and you know that's it it just spread like that bro and then it went from boom now all these other people picking it up and then all the other black media people start picking it up and all you know, breaking one. it down yeah all bro and then and then i got uh i went on this dude named the Information Man show, mm-hmm. and he had me. He interviewed me for like three hours and three we, hours. Yeah, because he he broke down the video and he reached out to me, and then I got with him like two weeks later, and we we did a show. So yeah, bro, it's just been it's been picking up, bro. Brown priority, bro. Appreciate it because it's like it's like that grind. Like it's it's like it's kind of like you know what I'm saying it's like it's like nip in a way where it's just you just keep chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, and then eventually. That one, that you know one. what I mean, and that one for him, bro. I mean, was when I feel like Nip's one was when uh, when he made that hundred dollar mixtape, mm. and Jay Z bought all of them. Yeah, and then from there it was like, okay, who's this cat? It still took a while though. Still took a while. 
but he in but I, I love like his journey and Master P's journey because they stuck with their people mm-hmm. and they and they went the long way and they didn't take the deal up front mm. and so that's kind of like but it's, that's tough though <laughs> it's so tough sometimes to like, you want to take the deal up front because because like, hey. Nip Nip could have took the deal he yep. could have um he could have signed with Rick Ross if he wanted to well you know what's funny is uh. We'll keep an eye out for it. Thanks. Have a nice weekend. You know, also, Dom Kennedy, uh, Dom Kennedy, he also could have signed to Rick Ross shit as well. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, a lot. Rick Ross is actually trying to recruit a lot of folks, I bro. Know. A lot of folks, bro. He was on his grind. He was. I mean, bro, he had a little. I mean, he had Wale back then. He had all that, bro. Meek Mill. Meek Mill. Yeah, yeah. Stally, all that. Yeah. Yeah, he had a little team. He had L.A. You know the dude that be, he be singing now? He used to rap. He had L.A. when he was rapping. And then L.A. started singing. And, and I don't know why he just didn't sign with him. But <laughs> Ross was on the post, bro. bro. He was trying to get everybody. I think he was trying to get currency, too. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt he was it. Trying, bro, he would have tried to get all my damn nip. He was, he was trying to get nip, yeah. currency, yeah. Uh, nip, currency, dom. All currency could sign with cash money, too. He could have, but he chose the independent route, like the smart man that he is. But that independent route, bro, that's a long route. Somebody gonna pick you. Everybody, everybody don't make it. That's the cold part. Somebody gonna pick you up, be like, "Hey, bro, Spotify." Then you be like, "Ah, I'll take the bag." What's going on, man? LA is. LA's been good to you, huh? Oh, bro, man, we we've been more than good. You feel me? Like, I've been. I've been blessed, man. I've been thankful for just everything. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, God has put in my life, bro. I'm super thankful for it.